Welcome back to Sports with Family. I am your host, Russell Fugit, here with my dad, Gene Fugit. Together we are Fugit Squared. Dad, how's it going this week? Well, Russell, do you know the other night I saw on ESPN, they were scrolling across the bottom, that they got names out there for the Hall of Fame class of 22, and I didn't see Abner Haynes. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that people have been floating names out, and I have certainly have seen uh, Abner's name missing, putting it nicely. So uh, that was supposed to be your lead-in, son, to say that's why you have to go to the site that you created so well, Haynes to the Hall of Fame, H-A-Y-N-E-S. To the Hall. T-O. Yeah, come on, go with it, bud. Haynes to the Hall.com. And on that website, you can learn a lot about the legend of Abner Haynes. And you can uh, click on the letter template, download, and uh, print off the letter and mail it to the Pro Football Hall of Fame to nominate Abner Haynes to the senior committee for enshrinement into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's yeah, I mean, to the hall.com. I mean, he's going to go in there. And uh, we've been just sort of like <laughs> – letting this out a little at a time, trying to get everybody's uh, feet in the water. But we're ready to jump in. And in October, we're really going to push this hard. And by Halloween, <laughs> yeah, it's going to get spooky. No, we need help. We need your help. And and the way you can help is to go to that site and to follow uh, me on Twitter, J-E-A-N-F-U-G-E-T-T. And we're going to be putting out the information. I mean, I found an article that said that uh, Mr. Haynes's career compares very favorably to that of Paul Horning and Gail Sayers, two contemporaries who are in the NFL Hall of Fame. So I can't uh, emphasize that enough. See, because the point is you're going to go through life and you're not always going to be recognized, especially for the, uh, as they say, good that you do. I know you can't do good. You can only do well. But your good deeds, okay, you're not going to get recognized for them. All you're going to get recognized is for when you mess up and then your parents holler at you and you, you didn't do what your mom and dad told you and stuff. But I'm telling you, it's it's those those good deeds that we believe, a lot of us believe that eventually, you know, catches up with you. And But we don't do good deeds for reward. We do good deeds because that's the way it should be. And Abner Haynes is supposed to, I mean, he built a whole league. And he was a freedom fighter and he was a leader. And and it's time that uh, a lot of our history, you know, we're waking up uh, to our history because uh, we haven't been educated on our history in terms of African-American history, which means true American history. American history, very biased. And when it comes to the integration of society and our leaders, we want to forget that they had to take soldiers to go to Arkansas so a little girl can go to school. See, I saw that on TV. This is not back in the plantation days. And this is why we got to stay awake and we got to recognize the people who have been our leaders, but don't look for recognition for yourself because I'm telling you, it ain't going to happen. And when it does enjoy it, but we have to work for a higher good and we have to show our kids and our grandkids, the people who share our values. And, and Mr. Haynes is one of those. And the NFL has to wake up to that. Now for the family update, 
top nephew, Brandon Fugit, a uh, graduate of Salisbury in the Eastern Shore of Maryland, has just been named and will be inducted into the Salisbury Hall of Fame. Brandon was an All-American track and field athlete. I tried to get him to play football, but he was smart. <laughs> he played track and field. And now he's a successful teacher at Digital Harbor because I told you we're a family of educators and lawyers, and he follows in the family tradition. And it was really great because I had a chance to sit in on some of his Zoom classes last year. And the boy can teach, Russ. Okay. So I want to tell you about that. And then my son-in-law, Adam Jones, they're still in first place. I don't know if you follow the BNP, the baseball league in Japan, but my son-in-law, Adam Jones, is a star in that league. And he's a star everywhere he goes. Actually, he's a star in my life because he's married my daughter. But they're in first place. And that's the good news. And the bad news is who knows when we'll see him again. But we wish him luck. And hopefully he can get into that Japanese uh, World Series. And also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Russell's daughter, Natalie, who's the newest football player in the family. And if you follow Russell, how can they follow you on Instagram, Russ? I, I am at Russell Fugit, two S's, two L's, one G, two T's, across social media. You can follow me, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, I'm there. So, uh, so they're happening. And then my grandsons, you can follow them at Batting Stance Boy on Instagram. And I've been pitching... Uh, whenever I see them, I have to pitch batting practice. So that's the Fugit family sports update. And I hope your family is finding ways to get outside, even though it's turning to autumn, which is a great time of the year for families to walk together, play together, and sport together. Now, in the uh, other world of NFL, there's this <laughs> fantasy league, which I'm still trying to learn about. And, um, you know, that's where you can just draft, formally get players, and they have a system where if players perform well, they get points. And if you can figure out the algorithm, you can be a leader in that field. And my son, number one son, Jay Russell Fugit, is a leader in the field. How are you doing it, Russ? I heard you're in first place. <laughs> I, I am in first place. That was quite a, a tour. The forces to wrap up, you get Haynes to the hall.com. And, yes, I'm, I'm embracing October will be our month to – to amplify this campaign. I mean, how am I doing it? I mean, I got, uh, you know, I, dr I drafted well. I mean, I drafted uh, Cooper Cup, who's the number one wide receiver. I got Pat Mahomes, who's number two quarterback. And I got uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's number two running back. And I got uh, Waller, Darren Waller, the tight end from, from Las Vegas, who's the number four tight end. So it, it just becomes very hard uh, to, to beat me. And um, I also have the Buffalo Bills, number one defense. So I'm in first place. You know, we're 2-0, and oh, obviously, with an extra game. is an extra game in fantasy football this year in almost every league that I've seen and certainly in all the leagues that I'm in. And so it's a long way to go. I don't want to get too excited and uh, ahead of myself, but it's always good to get the wins early and get off to a fast start and, and as opposed to trying to fight from behind late in the season, which I've done that before too. Um, but, again, it's still very early with, you know, at least 11 or 12 games left in the – uh, fantasy football regular season before you get to postseason. Well, it sounds like it's a lot of fun, and I guess you and your uh, friends, you know, get a chance to exchange and, and and trash talk. But like all competitions, don't get too high and don't uh, get too low. But let's find a way to get the kids off those screens and get them in other things. Did you hear Russ said in China they're going to limit all the children to how many hours they can play 
on electronic games. And in the future, when they buy a game, they will register. And when they go online, they will be clocked. And when they hit the limit, they will be cut off oh on God. the Internet. And some people say, hey, we need to do that in America because the screens are cool. But I didn't have it when I was little. So maybe if I was little and the screens were there, uh, we might have been doing it. And that's just such a tough issue. But at least... The ones I see, they're playing some sports fantasy games, although I see there's a lot of other games. But I know in the old days on the uh, Madden football, if you played Super Bowl Ten team, it was me and my statistics, such as it were, and I didn't get any extra money for that. But anyway, I won't bring that grievance up. But <laughs> so, so that's the fantasy update. And, uh, of course, you know, people are trying to make trades. You got to watch that uh, injury wire. And this yeah, year, there's been a injuries. lot of. Uh, key injuries in the National Football League. And it's interesting this year because in the past, when an NF player player got injured severely, it would usually cost them the entire season. But they've changed the rules. They're trying to get this 17-game thing where the human body can play 17 football games, which I'm still not sure about how many years you can do that, uh, especially on artificial surface. And I don't know if anybody's really clocking that, but somebody uh, needs to. So, Fantasy update, fantasy players, wish you luck. And Russell, where can they send you questions? They can send me questions, again, on Twitter or or Instagram. And the best two places, at Russell Fugit. You can just hit me up directly or or uh, slide into the DMs, as the saying goes. I'm happy to respond. All right. Yeah, asking them questions uh, is not cheating. Now, I know many of us have been trapped in during the pandemic and are ready to get out and travel. Well, I want to encourage you to check out Axios Luxury Travel, a full service travel concierge company. They create unique experiences tailored for the modern travel, providing much more than you're going to find on Google. Let me tell you, they've traveled the world and have handpicked luxury hotel collections and experiences to recommend to you with confidence. Why? Because they've lived it. They've experienced it. So whether you're a solo traveler, a romantic couple, family, or have a large group or a corporate gathering, let Access Travel be your travel concierge partner. Find out more and contact them at Axius Travel. That's A-X-E-U-S Travel.com. Now back to Sports with Family. So this week we enter into the, the first week of what they call autumn. Uh, that We have a so-called four seasons and this is the fall season. And in America, what that means is get ready for the World Series and the end of baseball, NBA going to camp, get ready for that season to start. And football, both college and pro, just starting to get hot. I don't know, Russell, is there a more active time of the year? I forgot about hockey as well. They're in camp. Yeah, hockey just started camp. I mean, you know, um, I know we got some golf coming up that everybody's excited about. And, of course, I think NBA uh, goes to camp next week. And apparently LeBron James is holding a private, uh, unofficial mini camp in Las Vegas. No! For him, for him and the Lakers this weekend. And why Vegas? Why, yeah. why they got to go to Vegas? Why don't you just go to Hawaii, man? I mean, come on. What are they doing? Is in that cheating? Well, if, if, if players can get together and work out in the off season, So, uh, no, it's, I don't think it's cheating mm. at all. I know mm. uh, passes, like, you know, at public parks. Uh, and you know, when he, as he was coming to Tampa Bay, apparently. So, um, no, it's it's it's, it's uh, trying to get an advantage, trying to build a camarader, camaraderie, and, and, and 
and, and, and team well, chemistry. I like that. We got a we got some Laker fans in the family. I'm gonna let them go unnamed at this point. Yeah, let them go unnamed. We know, you know, those of us in the know know who they are, and I mean, everybody knows Laker fans. They, they, everybody <laughs> seems to know. You well, know, I people, was people so never been to LA or Laker fans. So anyway. Yeah, I was so impressed with that Sun team, and when and Mr. Paul came back, I I, I want to keep seeing if. Uh, you know, Aiton can get better and come back. So I can't believe that even I'm thinking, you know, about the NBA and the world is just opening up and changing so much. I mean, we had an NFL league that was so against betting. Russ, when we played every season, FBI guys who used to be FBI agents work for the NFL. The NFL security is one of the top security operations of any corporation in the world because most of the people they have are former FBI agents and they're the ones that do the background checks and like when they're in trouble and when uh, quarterbacks in Houston get accused, they do investigations or players beat up women on elevators, they do investigations. So they do a lot of the fact finding for the league before they, they make their decisions. And, uh, and, and that's going on uh, today. So when I was playing, they would come in and say, okay, when you go to this city, you can't go to this place because they're making book and we don't want you near any betters. And then somebody said, well, you didn't mention New York. He said, yeah, you can't go to any restaurant in New York. And everybody started laughing. <laughs> but the fact is, you know, betting's been here forever and it was in barbershops and restaurants and the NFL recognized it and said that they were so against it. And now, they're so for it. So I, I tell you, things change. And that's why I believe that they're going to recognize what they've been overlooking so long that they need to, you know, walk to walk and talk to talk. They're talking about what they want to do all this stuff. Well, they would be doing that by putting their Abner Haynes into the Hall of Fame. Sorry, I got back to that, but I just no, can't get that out of my mind. No, I know it. But so football, uh, baseball, you know, wrap up. Uh, who you like, Russ? I mean, the Cardinals have been winning all the games, and uh, uh, the Yankees. I I don't know. Although I think they still have a shot as of this broadcast. And I got to tell you, is anybody watching? I mean, are there really people interested in baseball, or is it just me? Because it seems no. like soon as football started, I forgot they were playing baseball. I can't believe the season's almost over. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's. You know, it's been hard, especially with our local teams here in Baltimore, Washington, both in last place and going to finish in last place, certainly. No, but wait a point, minute. Lo everybody, hard, every, so. Almost everybody's local team is finishing out of the playoffs. So if you're out of the playoffs, it don't make any difference if you're second or last. Well, it makes a difference if you're at least still in contention in June, which at least the Nationals were. But you know, oh, I see. The, okay. the Orioles have been full uh, rebuild mode for three years now. It's it, it's it's hard to just you know to to get engaged, but uh, that being yeah, said, I'm you. looking forward to the to the wild card games. You know, someone's feelings are, are probably you know gonna gonna get hurt. You know, the Cardinals are probably gonna be ready to you know, go against That's the Dodgers. It looks like yeah. in baseball is un-American though. I I still think that <laughs> baseball. <laughs> yeah, baseball's a series game. It's a series. True. Two out of three. At least and, two and out of three. One yeah. and done. So I guess if you have an ace pitcher, that's what it's all about. Well, I really enjoyed last year's playoff format and, and was disappointed that they didn't keep that, that eight-team format. I thought that was a lot of fun, and I, and I hope, you know, I, I really think baseball needs to get more uh, innovative and creative 
uh, to engage more fans um, over over. Well, you know, they get more African American players. That would happen. And that would say they're trying that to do that, and I, and I hope uh, that they do. But you're but you're dodging the issue, uh, Mister Fugit. Who who do you like? Who who is going to come out of the American League, and who's coming out of the National League? Well, I'm certainly, um, you know, liking that the in the National League, it's hard to ignore the, the Dodgers and the Giants. But I really, you know, I like Milwaukee. I, I think, you know, they are, you know, they're going to win their division, the Central. They've already clinched, as a matter of fact. But I think um, they are, yeah, they're of course. So I like, I like Milwaukee. And in, 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 in the American League, it's, it's, um, you know, I think Houston could be back as much as everybody hates to see them after everything that happened in the scandal a couple years ago. Well, but Dusty I, Baker doing like a pretty Dusty. good job exactly. managing. I, think. I like Dusty. I like Houston. Um, you know, Tampa's Tampa's interesting, of course, as well. And, and you could get an interesting result out of whoever wins that wild card game, whether it's Yankees, Red Sox, um, or I guess Seattle's still in that mix too. Um, but again, I'm liking Houston and Milwaukee, which is you know boring Midwest World Series, but I think that could be a good one. Yeah. Well. Here we go back to Milwaukee. I, it would be hard to believe that in the same year. I mean, if that happened, that would mean certainly that Green Bay would be going to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that, that's all that would mean. I mean yeah, everything <laughs> would be Wisconsin, 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 right? Yeah, a lot of Wisconsin. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but don't overlook the Cardinals. And uh, no, you know they, yeah. they 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 do have a pitcher that everybody likes a lot. Yeah. And when you get the playoffs, it's it's pitching. And if the Yankees could just get their pitches back together, it, it would be uh, really something. And, and what I'm saying is we need to, you know, support all the sports because my mother said that uh, all flowers don't bloom at the same time. And we don't know your youngsters out there, what sport that they're going to like or be best at. It may be the best basketball player now, but may stop growing and end up being a great tennis player or something else. So just put a racket, a bat, a ball in their hands, get outside while we still can keep the mask up, and soon uh, we'll be getting more vaccinations and we're going to take care of that. And we're going to try to get this back together because we need sports, but we need to be healthy and we need to find ways that we can play sports with our families. And that's the name of the show. I'm Gene Fugit Jr. And we're here with my first son, Jay Russell Fugit. This is called Sports with Family. If you happened upon this, this is available on any of your podcast delivers. And why don't you let Everybody know because we're on a crusade for Mr. Abner Haynes to be in the Hall of Fame. Abner's in the Ring of Honor, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are on TV all the time, and nobody even mentions him. So he's still in the record book. And next week, we're going to tell you about some of the, of the records because we're going to keep talking about this. Sports with Family is brought to you by Joomla Network, a consultancy and knowledge network focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Whether it's an assessment audit, training and education, a risk-based analysis, or a more unique opportunity, our network partners have a solution. Joomla is a Swahili for whole, and it's time for your team to come together. Let us be your guide. Join us at joomlanetwork.com to find out more. Now, back to Sports with Family. So uh, this uh, week is a, a dangerous week in the National Football League because there are quite a few teams, Russ, that are 0-2. Uh, 
And even we don't know, we know about a 16 game season that if you go 0 and 3, it's like an 8% chance to continue. So we don't have any statistics for a 17 game season. Not yet. But, but your 0 and 2 teams gotta be, I mean, they're gonna be playing as hard as they can because they know if you start 0 and 3, as my friend used to say, that's when their wives can't go to the supermarket anymore because people will yell at them. <laughs> Ouch. No, the fans get nuts, man. And it's social media time. And that's what they used to do in the old days when the team got in the losing streak. Fortunately, now you got Grubhub or whatever. You don't have to go get embarrassed. So, well, before we get too far down the road, I have to stop and ask you this. Now, of course, last week, you know, the episode title was 0-2. This week, you know, you're you're two and zero, oh, and both of these were at the buzzer. Washington football team, of course, game winning field goal on Thursday night, and then your uh, Dallas Cowboys, of course, hit the game winning field goal again at the buzzer. Last play of the game against the Chargers on the road in L.A., where I know we didn't really, I don't think, gave Dallas much of a chance. How many walk off field goals uh, did you, you know, win or lose a game? Uh, to the during your eight years in the NFL. Well <laughs> any yeah, stand out to you? That's true. That's true. You you weren't born uh while I was playing. So uh you have to do the research, but it is arguably that I played on the greatest comeback team in the history of the National Football League because we had a quarterback who would never quit, who went to the Naval Academy, who fought in the Vietnam War who is in the Hall of Fame and was my quarterback for four years named Roger Staubach. And as long as he was in the game, didn't matter what the score was, it was like he was like the Tom Brady of that era in the sense of if there was time on the clock, we had a chance to win. And you got to remember, I played from 72 to 75, and three of those four years, we went to the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl uh, one year. So we were always in the playoffs and were favored to win in most of the games we played. And I didn't find out until years later that there were people who had bonuses if they could hurt me. Russell had a bounty on me when we were playing the Eagles. But that that's another story. I want to get that in the book. But, <laughs> get it in the book. but, but yes, uh, uh, we were able uh, to come from behind and – of course, the, the greatest of that of all time was probably Johnny Unitas. Now, I say that because I grew up in Baltimore. And he, of course, uh, made the NFL by winning that game in New York, Yankee Stadium against the New York football giants in 1958. And by winning that game and national TV, the NFL really uh, took off from that point. And he had the ability to, even when games appeared to be over, with, with two-minute drill, they invented the so-called two-minute drill where players could get out of bounds to stop the clock, use timeouts, and still come from behind. And all of that started uh, in the late 50s and the 60s. And now, of course, today the game has evolved. But one thing hasn't changed is that if you stink, you stink. So the Jets are 0-2, and, and it's a good chance that they're going to go to uh, to 0-3. Uh, both the Colts and the Jaguars are 0-2. Now, the Colts, that's really surprising. I'm looking at the AFL right now, Russ. Yeah. Now, now the Jaguars are 0-2, and I expect them, you know, to, to keep losing. But 
the Colts is, is a real surprise because a lot of people, I don't know, how do you say, a lot of people like them. Well, it was, t- it was touch and go because Wentz was, was, was hurt in the preseason, and I think there was an issue with COVID as well, and then he came back, and now, of course, he's hurt again. It's, it's lucky that he's only uh, hurt because he really could have been injured if you saw how uh, Aaron Donald of the uh, L.A. Rams almost rolled up both of his legs really bad. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to play this week. So they, they yeah, we were like wondering they how you sprained both ankles at the same time. Yeah. Well, all I got to say is in the AFC South, both the Texans and the Titans are in first place. The Texans are in first place. And and the Colts are 0-2 and have a good chance to go 0-3 this week. Yep, on the road. game against yep. the Titans. No, on it's it's, yeah. it's not good. No, it's so, that, not. that's a – that's the AFC, which uh, now in the National Football Conference, we have the football giants, New York, 0 and 2. Well, somebody's going to be, somebody's going to get a win this week because they're hosting the 0 and 2 Atlanta Falcons. So there you go. Um, so, so. The, so that's an elimination game. Can you imagine the third game in the year that you'd be playing an elimination game? So with a 17-game schedule, you think you think 0 and 3 is a death sentence? Is this, is uh, pretty pretty much. It's going to okay. be tough to come back because you got to pass a lot of teams to do that. True. Both, True. The, both the Vikings and the Lions are 0 and 2, and like you said, the Falcons. So yeah. already we, we see some teams that are going to have difficult seasons. Yeah, yeah, and that that division certainly is not an easy one. Where Tampa Bay is 2 and 0, Carolina is 2 and 0, and of course. The Saints are already one and one. So if you're Atlanta, you're certainly right. behind the eight ball. If you're the Giants, you know, everybody's one and one ahead of you, and the Giants are 0 and two. So maybe not so much, but certainly for Atlanta, uh, it's a tall order. If they get to 0 and three, it could be lights out in that division, certainly. Well, this will be the week we'll find out if they are who. How's that? <laughs> we are. Denny Green, rest in peace. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. And then, um, yeah, you then in the, you say you're looking at the NFC. Of course, you got the headline game: Tampa and LA. The t- Buccaneers going west to play the LA Rams, both two and zero. So somebody's going to get a loss there. And then you got the Seahawks going to Minnesota at one and one to play the Vikings, who are zero and two. So you know, can the Vikings get a win at home against you know Seattle team that you know was close to being two and zero, but Tennessee surprised me going on the road last week and, and, and King. King Henry just ran wild on, on Seattle. So that's an interesting. Yeah, that was very interesting. Maybe, yeah. maybe Seattle's not as good as we think. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the defense hasn't looked uh, that great. I mean, Russell Wilson and, and, the, and the offense has been putting up the points, but um, they got to figure out how to, how to stop the run to get some things done. Of course, we got Monday night NFC East matchup. You know, everybody gets sick of us, you know, but we got the TV market. So, you know, Philadelphia at the your Cowboys. On Monday night, I mean, and, the, and I skipped over Packers uh, at 49ers on Sunday night. So a lot of NFC prime time uh, action if you like the National Football Conference. Well, I guess they were featuring the AFC the week before, so they're, they're trying to keep it equal, perhaps. That's we had you had Packers Lions Monday night, but you certainly had the barn burner. The oh, Ravens, that's true. The, the Packers will be on national TV. Yeah, yeah, I went to bed early on Monday night, but I could, which was good. Cause I had stayed up late Sunday night to watch that amazing comeback by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and the you know, Ravens defense causing that fumble at the end. I mean, I was worth staying up for. But then Monday night I was able to go home, go to sleep in the third, qu- third quarter here in the Eastern time zone 
because that game was was all but over uh, with Green Bay uh, responding after being embarrassed in week one. So it was, you know, a, a good weekend of, of football, of course, also touching on college at the University of Maryland um, with Coach Locks is 3-0, and went back to – Coach Locks went back to Illinois and got a Big Ten road win, 20-17, uh, to which is very impressive. Young uh, Tagovailoa, our quarterback, looked good, especially down the stretch. And, um, you know, we're, we're you know looking – Things are looking up here in College Park for our Terrapins to to be bowl eligible. So far, so good, and um, we're still rooting for the Naval Academy to get off the snide. I think against uh, Houston, I believe it is uh, this week, and they're they're zero and two. Yeah, but there's no way that's going to happen. No, I know, I know. My my poor midshipmen. Um, you know, they yeah, fired right. their offensive coordinator. We'll see if after two yeah. weeks to prepare, if the new offensive coordinator. Can, can put some points on the board because they have not been able to score the ball. So Yeah, they're going to need all hands on deck. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And what about your HBCU summary? Oh, gosh, you're going to put me on the spot for HBCUs? I mean, is, 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 is Deion Sanders, Jackson State, still are they still undefeated? All I want to know is, is he going to – they say he's a candidate for the USC job. Yeah, I saw he was on he was on the list, certainly, you know. Yeah, they say he's on the list. And they have an African-American coach now. And and they won big last week. So it's really going to be interesting to see what they do. Because uh, the one they have now is the first African-American coach in the history. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they've ever had one at UCLA either. So even though UCLA has a real history mm-hmm. of uh, African-American players, you know, Jackie Robinson played football for UCLA. Right. So it yep. goes back. But the playing and coaching and managing and owning are all different things. Well, you got uh, Jackson State uh, coached by Deion Sanders is two and one. They're playing Delta State, who's also two and one on, on Saturday. Okay. Because they're, they're getting TV coverage now. You can see these games on TV, folks. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't see TV for that game. But um, I'm sure I'll, there are a lot of them you can but, see, though, and, yeah. and they certainly get replayed on ESPNU. Yes, ESPNU tonight will feature Alcorn State at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Well, and, thank uh, you. Yeah. And who you got in there? Who you and, got in there? I'm going to take Arkansas Pine Bluff at home. And, and you know, the, the, you know that's well, you know, I got to take Pine Bluff because that's where my, my, my teammate and the former Detroit Lion and Colt Freddie Scott was from. Pine Bluff, Arkansas, which yeah. I, is one of the few uh, towns in Arkansas I haven't had a chance to go to. And of course, your um, your you know Tuskegee, where your where your grandfather taught, is traveling to Alabama A and M um, this this Saturday. Uh, that oh, Tuskegee that's a big rivalry. Those are yeah, two, in state. Those are two that's in big state, Alabama right? schools. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's going to be a good one. Um, so it's some good, some exciting games there in the in the SWAC. Yeah, it doesn't matter what level that you play. It matters if you play because you can learn the same thing at the top level, at the bottom level. It's all the same. It's about fundamentals. It's about listening. It's about discipline. It's about remembering. And it's about desire. And and that shows up every game. Then in the MEAC, you got uh, three games on ESPN Plus. Howard at Robert Morris. Uh, Mary Mack at Delaware State. And uh, North Carolina Central, which is a big game. North Carolina Central at North Carolina A and T. So oh, for wow, that is yeah, a big game. So Ooh, I know, that's a yeah, big that's, a, that's a big game. I know people that that's win Central a big one. 
and A and T. So that's on ESPN. Oh, Those are on that's ESPN. Be good. Yeah, check your that's check your local one. listing, so to speak. Um, you also have Norfolk State playing St. Francis. So, um, yeah. How about Morgan? Is Morgan playing this week? I, and I don't see Morgan on the schedule this week. And they're in the MIAC, correct? Weekend. They're MIAC. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not on the I schedule think, this week. I'm pretty sure they're still in the MIAC, but yeah, don't no, get yeah, they're, they're they're <laughs> off this week. They they're zero uh, three currently. They'll be back on October. Uh, why 2nd. you never say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Howard's zero three. Your grandfather and your grandfather was in the national well, championship team at Morgan. Okay, well, exactly. So he was, you know, when he exactly. was there. Exactly. So they you don't be saying zero and three. They just well, say they're sorry. off to a slow start or something. Off to a slow. Okay. There are nicer well, ways to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it, it happens. I know. I know when they get into the, the conference play that they'll things will, will turn turn around undoubtedly. But you can go see well, your well, Oregon State Bears for on October second. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, folks, make sure you support your kids. Uh, my mom and dad, I know you've heard this before, but mom never sent us anywhere. She always took us. So take your kids to that coach, whether it's Little League, Flag, Junior High, Middle School, High School, just like you do the teacher. And you take them and let that teacher see you with your child. Because it's a it's a whole package deal, and you are putting your child in other people's hands, and you have to always remind them how special that is. And I want to salute all of our coaches and teachers out there. I know it hasn't been easy with the pandemic, but we need you and we thank you. Because I would not have gone anywhere without my teachers and my coaches, and of course, my team base. I want to thank all of you as well. This is Gene Fugit Jr. You're listening to Sports with Family and Weekly. We're going to try to get our mentor and hero, Abner Haynes, in the National Football League Hall of Fame. And we're going to talk about fantasy football. We're going to talk about the National Football League, college football, and any other area in sports that is of interest and certainly of interest to African-Americans because we want to cover and talk about things that maybe don't get talked about and need to be passed on because everybody knows that we're athletic, but do they also know that we're also intelligent? So that's how I made the Cowboys because I wasn't the tallest or, or strongest, but... I learned the playbook in two days, said Bob Hayes. He said, Fugit, that's why you made the king. And I thank my mother for teaching me to listen. And she said, I was lucky, Russ. And I said, why, Mom? She said, because a smart person can still learn. So that's it for me. This is Gene Fugit Jr. And remember, all flowers don't bloom at the same time. But if you keep watering, you will be amazed. On that note, thanks for listening. And we'll be back in this space next week with Sports for Family.